Welcome to our latest Coffee Break podcast, focusing on the impact the menopause can have on employees at work and what employers can be doing to help. I'm very pleased to be joined by my colleague, Danielle Kingdom, who's a partner in our employment team. And Danielle has particular expertise in helping employees positively address diversity challenges. Thanks so much for joining me, Danielle. Um, many employers are just starting to focus on how they can sum- support employees impacted by the menopause. So I'm going to start and ask you what the basics are. I think um, a lot of people have a notion of what the menopause is, but could you give us a bit more of an overview? Yeah, sure, Kath. Um, Well, the menopause is a natural event in most women's lives, occurring usually between the ages of 45 and 55, and it typically will last between four and eight years. Having said that, each employee's experience will differ, and menopausal symptoms can occur early or be triggered for medical reasons, such as surgery, transitioning, or the treatment of endometriosis. Um, Also, menopause or menopause transition begins several years before menopause and an individual may start to experience menopause symptoms during the final two years of of perimenopause. Um, It's also important to appreciate that trans and non-binary colleagues also experience menopause symptoms due to hormonal changes and should, of course, receive the same workplace support as those going through the menopause. Thanks, Danielle. I think one of the symptoms people commonly associate with the menopause is hot flushes. But of course, there are a broad range of other effects, aren't there, that individuals can experience. So could you give us a bit of an idea of the other symptoms that people might be experiencing in the workplace? Yeah, of course. It's right that symptoms can vary greatly. And of course, they do commonly include hot flushes, as you've mentioned, Kath. Uh, but also many symptoms that can make working as usual more difficult, such as mood changes, um, memory loss, or otherwise known as sort of memory fog, um, reduced concentration, depression, tiredness and headaches. Difficulty sleeping is also something that many um, women suffer from, and that can have an obvious impact on ability to do their best work. So that's just a quick run through some of the symptoms, um, but there are literally so many. I, th- I think at one point I I was um, listening into a lecture and um, there was a suggestion there could be something up to 100 different symptoms. But um, those are the main ones. But I think you have to be open minded because there are an awful lot more. Yes, I know. I know some people feel menopause is a private issue, but when you listen to some of the symptoms there, you, you can easily see, can't you, how it impacts on a individuals working life in quite a few ways so I guess when you consider it that way it's sort of surprising isn't it that it's only just emerging as a focus for employers. It is yeah it's crazy particularly when you think that um, um, yeah at least half the workforce are female and everyone's going to experience menopause at some um, point in their lives. Uh, It is estimated that one in six women will experience debilitating symptoms from the menopause that will impact on their workplace productivity through no fault of their own. So menopause will affect a significant percentage of most workforces. So it's definitely a positive step forward that this is a subject that's been more openly acknowledged. I think it's often still the case that menopause is perceived as a personal and private matter, as you say, Kath, um, and it's not something to be brought into the workplace. But this is clearly not the case and misses the point that those affected aren't able to manage or disguise their symptoms and are often forced to leave their careers where there just isn't sufficient understanding and support available. 
Obviously, employers can stop this unnecessary loss of talent by increasing awareness and education throughout the organisation and by normalising conversations about menopause. I think with these days, with many sectors struggling to fill vacancies, it seems sensible to make sure you don't lose talent unnecessarily because you don't have the support for those struggling with the menopause. Yes, it's it's an interesting point you make about normalising conversations. I think perhaps in even open and supportive organisations, line managers might be uncomfortable raising whether team members are experiencing problems at work as a result of the menopause. I'm kind of imagining here some quite awkward conversations. <laughs> yes, yes, um, I can see what you mean. And um, and I would not advise managers to ask directly about the menopause unless a team member has disclosed their particular concerns to them. I think whilst menopause may feel like a private matter, managers are responsible for their people at the end of the day and their well-being at work. So this will, of course, include helping them to succeed at work during the menopause, just like any other physical or mental health issue. A key step's got to be to educate um, themselves or to ensure that they educate themselves on what menopause is and what types of support and reasonable adjustments can help. And then just to be open to any issues raised. Thanks, Danielle. it would be good to give our listeners an idea of the types of support that they should be thinking about and what type of reasonable adjustments might be able to help. Could, could you give us a quick run through on that? Yeah, well, there's there's loads of forms of support available and um, some excellent external support services exist. But what will be really important is to look at the steps that you can take as an employer to make sure that working conditions don't exasperate menopause symptoms. Um, Remember, of course, that what will be helpful for one individual um, might not be helpful for another. So um, it's very much dependent on the particular individual and the symptoms that they are suffering from. But some common options to consider are, for instance, giving um, an employee leave for any medical appointments that they want to attend, being flexible on an employee's working hours and and whether they can work from home. And this can really help, especially if if, um, an employee is having trouble sleeping or suffering from anxiety, depression, or finding it hard to concentrate in a noisy sort of office environment. Temporary or occasional requests can be handed informally, of course, but remember that employees can make a flexible working request if they need a permanent change to their working arrangements to manage their menopause symptoms. Um, Another suggestion would be think about practical solutions like whether the employee might benefit from sitting in a particular part of the office, whether temperature is more comfortable or whether providing a desk fan might help. Um, Work allocation is is something else to consider. If an employee's symptoms include difficulty concentrating, then you can consider what temporary changes to work allocation might help. And finally, another key thing to consider is whether any counselling or other wellbeing services can be offered. Symptoms of the menopause can, as as, as I said earlier on, include depression and and anxiety. So employees experiencing the menopause may find cognitive behaviour therapy and mindfulness beneficial. Thanks. That was a really, really helpful run through there. As lawyers, we obviously can't forget to talk about the recent spate of claims where menopause has formed the basis of a discrimination complaint. And for me, it certainly highlights the need for employers to provide more support and raise awareness among their management teams. Uh, So what's been happening there, Danielle? Um, well, you're right. It very much is on the on the rise, and um, and and also, of course, um, yeah, the, the the media picked up on that. So you quite often see 
um, mention of these cases in the media, and I, I sense we'll see more and more of those. Um, there's been a notable rise in the number of menopause-related discrimination claims in the tribunal. Um, menopause itself is not a protected characteristic at the moment, um, but um, unfavourable treatment can amount to discrimination related to sex or age uh, and would therefore constitute unlawful discrimination and harassment. So um, the cases we're tending to see are cases brought on the basis of either, either or both age and sex discrimination. What is clear is that unfavourable treatment due to menopause can amount to discrimination and there's case law to back that up. So where symptoms might be impacting on an employee's behaviour, reliability or, or their performance at work, for example, if as an employer you don't explore this and consider reasonable adjustments, this will create a legal risk as well as an employee relations issue. It sounds like there's quite a legal risk there and it's definitely worth upskilling the workforce for sure. Um, it's been so helpful to talk with you today about all this, but any final words on why it's important for everyone really in the workplace to have an awareness of the effects of the menopause? Yeah, I think increasing awareness is really going to help to create a culture where people feel more comfortable talking about their challenges. And I think to get that conversation started and um, ensure that people don't feel fearful about raising issues is just going to be a massive positive. Uh, also, if managers have some level of understanding of, of the possible effects of the menopause and potential measures that can be taken to lessen the impact on their team members, then that's going to avoid unnecessary conflict and help those affected to continue in their career and keep contributing to the business that they are key to. I've seen so much positive change um, recently to underpin diversity. And I just hope that the understanding of menopause in the workplace will soon be really widespread and very much second nature for employers. Thanks so much for joining us, Danielle. And it's really nice to close on that positive note. Thanks to everyone for listening. And please do get in touch with Danielle if you need any help with your own uh, menopause awareness campaigns or any other diversity initiatives. Thank you.